0: Hi friends! Welcome to the Seek Holy Living Podcast with Christis Faboda. I am a wife to my wonderful husband, mom to my five precious children, and a friend to some amazing moms that I can't wait to introduce to you. Mothering is not a journey meant to be traveled alone. Join me every Monday for a new podcast where you will find hope, joy, and purpose. can hardly believe that this is even happening today. When I think back on how this ministry began and how God ultimately began it in my heart so many years before I even began this speaking ministry, to be here where we are today, to have finished this hundredth episode and to be putting this out and sharing this with you is such a gift and just feels like such a celebration and a reason to pause and to celebrate God's goodness. I think about the festivals throughout the Old Testament that they would stop and they would celebrate and they would remember the goodness of God and how he led them to where he had them at that point and his faithfulness along the way. So that is what we're going to be doing today. And part of that is that I'm going to have to do a new introduction soon because if you've listened to the introduction lately, it says that I am a wife to my wonderful husband and a mom to my five precious children. But we're going to need to come up with a new one that says that I am a mom to my six precious children because we have another baby on the way, which I'm so excited to finally get to share with you. Uh, If you follow me on Instagram, you may have noticed that my posts have been a little bit on the lacking side for the last little while because I am... Just now moving into my second trimester. So I am for sure still in those tired days and not feeling a hundred percent, but just a couple weeks ago, we got to do an ultrasound in here and get to see that sweet baby moving all over the place, kicking those little tiny legs and wiggling little arms. And I'm so excited to even get to share some of that on my Instagram and just share this pregnancy journey with you. I just pregnancy is such a miraculous gift every time, right? That getting to take someone alongside the miracle of life is such a privilege. So I'm excited to do that. Uh, we're looking forward to another home birth this time. My last three have been home births and then I've done two hospital births and I'll just share so much of that. So I'm excited to get to bring you alongside that journey as well as we welcome in this sixth precious gift from God. Um, And then it wouldn't do but for me to thank you for giving me the privilege of being with you each week. I wish that I could actually just sit down uh, at Canterbury, that's my favorite local coffee shop, with you with a cup of good coffee and be able to have a conversation. Uh, but reality is, I don't even know if that would even be physically possible based on where we are in the world, much less our different times in life right now. And so many times there are seasons of motherhood that just have us home differently or more than others. And what a gift it is to have this platform of podcasts, to be able to share and encourage moms all around the world while we're in the midst of our dishes, in the midst of our laundry, the day to day. And so thank you for allowing me to be a voice and be part of your life and encouraging you in this high calling of motherhood that God has called you to in the season that you're in right now, whichever season of motherhood that is. Um, So today I'm going to get to share a bit about my podcast ministry and how God led me to this. And how I even do it, like how does it work in the day in and day out, just to give you a little bit more, I don't know, insight into me and my life. And then also how God has really used this to serve me um, and to bless me abundantly. And I know it has blessed so many of you as well with these wonderful women that I have been so blessed to have conversations with, but God has absolutely used this to grow and mature me. And I am a better person now. Than I was when we started this, and I didn't know that God was going to do that in me. I thought I was acting just out of obedience to Him. And isn't it just like the character of our good God to say, Yes, you are going to do this out of obedience, but I am going to bless you in the process because He has just been so faithful through this. And then while I am mostly doing this podcast on my own, you know, I realize I've had. Some of my dearest friends have been on this podcast with me, and what a joy that has been, um, especially my mom and my sister, and that's been so lovely, but I really wanted to bring on my very best of friends, um, not my husband because you know it's a podcast for moms, but I'm going to bring my kids on today, and so my each of the the five precious ones who have so many things to say and who are the voices who god so often uses to speak into me are going to share little bits throughout the podcast today so i hope that will be a blessing to you to get to hear from them as well so to kick things off okay what led me to even starting this podcast so i'm going to go to psalm 37:4 it's a verse that i have leaned into so many times in my life it says Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. And I remember a time when that verse I thought meant, if I delight myself in the Lord, if I'm seeking him, if I am loving the things he loves, if I am serving him, that he'll give me the things I want. But I clearly was reading that from a very different perspective. Because as I've grown and I've learned to love this verse, I realized What it's telling me is I delight myself in the Lord and then he will give me, he will gift me and shape in me and mold in me the desires of my heart. He puts the desires of what he wants for me and my family in my heart as I live in obedience to him, as I live in delight in him. And so God began shaping my heart for this ministry many years before I actually began the podcast. So we're at almost the, almost the, we're nearing the two-year mark here of when we originally launched it. But I remember specifically a time of being at a Sally Clarkson conference. If you don't follow Sally Clarkson and read her books You absolutely need to read books by Sally Clarkson, um, own your life, the life giving home, the mission of motherhood, I think is my very favorite. Um, you need to read it, but I was at a Sally Clarkson conference back when she used to come to California and do them. I loved them. And it was when I think my third child was a baby because she was with me. I remember And as I was leaving, I had listened to Sally Clarkson speak. I think Heidi St. John actually was also at that conference, which was awesome. And a couple other wonderful speakers got to listen to there. And as I'm leaving, I felt the Holy Spirit speak to my heart like, Krista, I could use you like this in this way. And so quickly, I pushed that voice right back away and thought, I'm sure every woman here feels that way. And now being in the place that I'm in and having the opportunity to get to speak in front of rooms of women and this space to be able to speak to moms all around the world, it's almost laughable that the, the ways, the lies that we speak to the Holy Spirit's truths that I thought that the hundreds of women In that conference room, we're leaving thinking, oh, maybe God would use me like this one day. I'll bet not a single other woman left that room thinking that God was going to use them to stand up in front of hundreds of women and speak truth in motherhood to the hearts of women who want to love and serve the Lord's in their home. Yet the Holy Spirit so tenderly spoke that to me. And God is so good to not be limited by my doubts or my uncertainties or my excuses that, um, it was really just a seed being planted. And then I got to move forward from there. Uh, so ministering to mom. So when it actually began, so during COVID, uh, when everything was crazy and shut down in the world and I of course still got to be, you know, on Instagram, on my phone and I'm watching, moms do this all around the world, around the country in their own different ways. And just praying so fervently, God, help me to do what's best for my children during this time. Help me to not put a spirit of fear in them and to protect them from that. And help me to use this as a life-giving time. Use this time to um, help me to shape our home well during this time that we are home. Use this time to bring us home in a way that you want us to be. And um, it was just such a unique season. But I saw moms going to these different places that I felt like there were kind of two extremes, that there were moms who tasted home for the first time, or maybe, maybe we, some of us even retasted home and we kind of reprioritized home in a new way and realized, oh, somewhere along the way, I let the world creep into our motherhood. Or the world creep into our home, or take take our home, our family so much out of our home that we've kind of lost our family. And I want that back. And I watched some moms begin to claim motherhood in a new way and put it in a new light. And it was so beautiful to see that I wanted to just say, yes, that's it. That's what God has for you. He wants you to have a heart for motherhood. He wants you to have a heart for home. Titus tells us that women are to be um, busy about their homes. What a gift and a privilege that is. But then I also saw this other side of moms where they were aching to get their children and their families back out of their homes. And I thought, oh my goodness, this is so sad. This is not what the Lord has. And I believe God allowed me to taste that to be able to see the the deep need that Christian moms had to have truth spoken into them. Because the world says a lot of things about motherhood. It excuses mediocrity. It excuses complaining. It excuses living by our feelings. How do you feel? What are you doing um, with those feelings? Like live into those Um, it, it, the world, I feel like even excuses to some point living into our fears and that's not of the Lord. And so I said, okay, Lord, you want me to encourage moms or minister to moms? What does that look like? And how do I minister to moms? How do I even start that? I don't even know. And so, um, I, just began praying, Lord, what do you want me to do? And, and I spent time in his word. I spent time, you know, Titus, I mentioned a minute ago, two, four through five says that they, which is the older women urge the younger women to love their husbands and children to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind and to be subject to their husbands so that no one will malign the word of God. That is so counterculture. All of that, (laughs) all of it. Love their husbands. So wait, so we don't speak critically about our husbands all the time? And their children. Be self-controlled so we can't just fly off the handle. To be pure. So wait, we need to guard what we're taking in and guard what we're putting out. To be busy at home. If there was ever a time that the world did not value the work at home, 100% it's now. To be kind. My husband has said so many times, thank you for being kind to me, for being nice to me. And to be subject to their husbands, we could just throw the whole current culture of wives into a tizzy by reading that one little sentence so that no one will malign the word of God. That is huge. Malign, I looked it up, means to speak about in a spitefully critical manner. So that means what I do could allow people to speak about the word of God in a spitefully critical manner if I don't live according to these ways. Oh my goodness. Is that not the last thing we want? So anyhow, so I took this desire to minister to moms that God had put on my heart to my friends first, because they felt like the safest place, safer than my husband, because my husband dreams really big. And I thought if I take it to him, then he's going to be like all in. So I went to my friends first and asked them, will you pray for me about this? And like, what do you think? And, and they were so encouraging and, just spoke so much life into me about these ideas that I thought, okay, well, maybe I'm not entirely crazy for thinking that this could be a good idea. And then after I talked with them, I did finally talk with Sean and I was right. I knew once I brought the idea to him, he'd be all in and be like, yes, we're doing this. We're going to encourage moms. God has called you to motherhood and it's an important ministry and children's growth begins in the home. That's the most important thing. And I just knew he believed it so big that, that he would want to be all in. And he believes in me and believes in motherhood and family so deeply that I knew he would highly value this ministry. Um, but something else that happened along the way that was so sweet is a really, unusual interaction that I had with my son Lincoln, who was 11 at the time. And I really believe it was from the Lord. So I'm going to let him share the story of our conversation that really opened my eyes to this idea of this podcast for Christian moms. Okay, Lincoln, it's so fun to have you on with me. Thank you so much for doing this. Uh, I'm going to let you go ahead and share the story about when it was during the pandemic time and you and dad were watching a show. So we'll start there. So yeah, like you said, me and my dad were watching TV and then he stepped out of the room for a minute to get some food during a commercial break. And I saw, saw this ad that was talking about how so many people were starting back at school again, but were having to do school at home. And a lot of the moms seem like really nervous and depressed and kind of overwhelmed about it. So I I've kind of before that, I'd kind of been nagging my mom a little bit to do a <laughs> podcast or like a book or something anyway, because she's always encouraging other homeschool moms. But I feel like that was when it kind of, I don't know, lit the flame mm-hmm. and she actually started thinking about it. And then it's kind of about a month until anything really actually happened. Yeah. I still remember where I was uh, working. I was in the closet, like cleaning things out or in my bathroom or something like that. My bathroom. Yeah. And you came in and said like, Hey, I just saw this advertisement and you know, these moms seem so frustrated, like they need some encouragement. And I was thinking you're really good at encouraging moms and like you do a really good job with all of us. And I was just thinking like, what if you had like a podcast for moms or something? And I remember just thinking, Oh my goodness, that is so nice that my sweet 11 year old son believes in me so much and how sweet he is. And I gave you a hug and thanked you how nice that was. And then you left the room and I think I might've cried. Like what a gift (laughs) he thinks this of me. Um, but I figured it would just stop there, but obviously that was not the end of God's plan. Yeah. So thank you for being a part of that. I sure appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Okay. So after that conversation with Lincoln and, talking with my friends I did end up sharing it with my husband and like I said before I knew that he would be all in and he was and like in big he's a big dreamer he loves ideas and dreaming about things and I would say I was not as much of a dreamer that I was a lot more of a practical person definitely positive but also um I don't know it's not a huge dreamer uh but anyhow so we talked about it on a car trip isn't it funny sometimes when you get away do you find that too? That when you have like a weekend together or even with the whole family, but you're outside of the house or you're outside of your norm, that it kind of shakes things up and allows you just to be open to something new that maybe God has for you. So that happened to us and we dreamed and talked and planned and decided to do this podcast. So here we are now and having done this for almost two years and Uh, it does take a lot to do this. It's not like it's something that's just happens and recording with people takes a lot of work. So how do I do this? I hear people say all the time, oh, I don't know how you do it all. And the first thing I say is I don't because no one does. And I think that's one of the biggest lies of our culture is that we can do it all. And it really frustrates me because I believe that that's one of the lies that takes women out of being busy about our homes, because we think we should be able to do all the things and no one can do all the things. So I don't do it all. Um, I say no to other things. And that was something that we actually decided early on when we even talked about doing the podcast in the first place was that if I do this, then I'm going to have to step away from my other ministry. And God has been so faithful to take me out of ministries at different times in my life, That sounds so funny to see that God is faithful to take me out of ministries, but really he was because I think that though seeing his faithfulness in pulling me out of ministry in the past allowed me to obediently step out of ministry now so that I could start this and start something new. And I share more about that story of stepping out of ministry in the episode that I did called follow in faith, uh, a little while ago, I think it was in the seventies or eighties. So of like episode. So you can go back and listen to that one if you want to hear more of that story of how God led me out of ministries and really spoke to my heart to follow him. So anyhow, I had been involved in children's music for almost 20 years and knew, no, if I'm going to be obedient and leading Christian moms and speaking to them and being a voice of encouragement and equipping them with biblical, uh, perspective and family and home that I need to step outside of that ministry. So I did. And it was hard. It wasn't without tears, many tears, but it was a step of obedience and a step of faith too. Cause I didn't even know if I'd be good at this. Like what if I quit that ministry and then I start this thing and then I'm really not good at it or people don't, don't like it, or it's not, it's not actually reaching moms. Then am I just wasting my time? But that didn't matter because the, what ifs, in obedience are not what matters. The obedience is what matters. So I stepped out of my ministry and um, and picked this ministry now as a new ministry to pick up and carry and, and walk in. Uh, another way I do it is I, I prioritize it with Sean. So this isn't something I do alone. I've shared before that he does the editing for me. And so every weekend he spends a chunk of time going through and piecing together the intro and the podcast recording that I did and the closing and gets it all up on the podcast platform and stuff. So we do this together and we even decided this is our ministry. So before we take on ministry elsewhere, whether it's at church or in our homeschool community or anywhere else, we need to remember that this is ministry that we're doing here right now and even though we don't see the faces of the people that we're ministering to we see where it goes all over the world so sometimes we will sit down and look at a map and look at where people have listened all over the world so especially if you're in a different country it's so cool to know that like we see you in israel and we see you in um in australia and we see you In China, like you are seen and known by us and same all throughout America, there's these different, different cities, um, throughout America, where I can see that there's like a bunch of listeners. In um some different in you know North Dakota, there's a whole bunch, in Colorado, there's a whole lot, in Texas, there's a whole lot, and um, there's a group in Canada. So if that's one of you, know that we see you and that it blesses us to know that this ministry is reaching you and that obviously you're sharing it since we see it growing in your community. So that's really exciting. And we do that together sometimes as just a way to encourage each other that this ministry does matter because it's an unusual thing putting together a ministry that just goes out to a computer on our end. So that's really a gift. And My yes in ministry is his yes in ministry because we're a team. And I think that's just a good principle in marriage. You know, when one of us says yes, it's really a yes for both of us because we're a team together. I also really have to prioritize this podcast well with my family. Um, I only want to do this if it can be a blessing to all of us. And the minute that my kids are saying, oh, mom's doing podcasts today, then something's wrong. Somewhere along the way, um, priority shifted and I need to get something right again. Um, So I want this to be a blessing to my kids and I want for them to know that they are my first ministry. And if they begin to feel like they are not the most important ministry that God has given me because I believe that as their mother, they are, then I think that somewhere along the way, the scale tipped wrong and I need to get it back right. So um, I've invited Annabelle to join me. Annabelle is 10, and I can't even believe she just hit double digits and invited her to come and share about some of the ways that she knows, that she is an important priority to me. All right. So Annabelle, obviously when I'm actually recording podcasts, your heart doesn't feel like deeply important to me in that moment. So what things do I do that do make you feel like you are an important person to me? Um, I like when at night when the girls are asleep, that when we can watch movies together. I hope they're not listening to this because then they'll know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, what especially about that makes it like really great? Um, just having some time alone because there's always somebody around. Normally like literally in our laps yeah, or like pushing in between us. Um, I agree. I love that time too. I remember I used to have time like that with my mom and it was one of my favorites. I think the fact that we have good food too, that's like a secret kind of to everybody else. Makes it even better. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your favorite snack? Do you think that we have sometimes if we do that kind of night? Probably the um white cho- the like white chocolate raspberry ice cream. Me too, or maybe the chocolate croissant. Yeah, those are good. <laughs> we should plan another <laughs> night soon. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot, Annabelle. Another thing that was really important to me in this is that my family sees this as a ministry because ministry and serving in the church or serving the body is something that was taught to me so well growing up that it was just a culture in our home. And I talked about this a little bit on my recent podcast I did with my grandmom. If you didn't get to listen to that one, go back and listen to it. It was about living by truth over feelings. And we did a two part with my dear grandmom who was, uh, in Texas. She's in her, she's like 93 and she is just so wonderful. You'll be so blessed by it. But, um, I talked about this more in depth there, but the idea that, um, serving is something that we do as a family. And when we, when we are actively serving, that is how our children learn to serve. And that's how we develop a culture of ministry in our family and a culture of service that I really believe it's something that is not, it's one of those things that's not taught, it's caught. And I remember growing up that my parents always served in church in various ways. Maybe it was teaching Sunday school to you know young adults when I was early married. I remember my parents did that. And um, or as I was growing up, my dad was involved in music ministry always. And my mom served alongside him there. And that was something that as we got older, we got to be part of too, because we got to learn instruments and play in the orchestra. Um, I directed alongside him and I treasure those days that we had together. I watched my mom serve in the nursery and just really minister to these babies and love them. I always think about that passage from infancy. You have known the Holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. And I think about, we'll never know on this side of heaven, the ministry that those wonderful nursery workers do as they speak Jesus and and speak the words of truth into our dear babies in the nursery. So I watched my parents serve and I know that's what I want. I want my children to have that heart to serve because they see it in their parents and they want to serve in the same way. And I have seen this so sweetly in my Alice because, you know, our children see what we do and they mimic it. And I remember growing up, um, With with my Lincoln when he was little, and watching him make shows like productions with stuffed animals because that's what I was doing. I was leading children's music and doing shows, so he would do the same shows as me, and it was so funny to me. Not too long ago, when Alice got out my phone and asked, "Can I make a podcast?" and I said, "What?" and said, "I want to make a podcast." So. Alice used my phone. Alice is four now and she made a podcast. So I am inviting her today to make a little podcast for you. So I'm so glad to introduce you to our wonderful Alice. Hi, my name is Alice. We are going to do an amazing podcast. So today I just, I just cleaned my room, but then the kids got out the pen and the puzzle and I didn't know how to. uh, I didn't know how to clean it up. I I know how to clean everything up, but I didn't know how to set beds and and um and uh pull my hair back and uh bye. Isn't she so wonderful? I have so many of these little podcasts that she's done saved on my phone, and I'm just gonna keep them forever. Um, so the other way that I do this is I get help. I don't do everything by myself. Obviously, I can't record with a baby in my lap. I mean, maybe a new baby, probably I could, but not with a one and a half year old. It'd be a disaster. So my mom helps me a lot. And when I'm doing podcast recordings, uh, if I'm recording with my mom, either we're doing it late at night or I hire a sitter. Um, if it's a time that my husband's not available to help, but my mom really does help. And I schedule these out. I record them in batches so that I have one day, you know, of a long recording and then, my kids are with my mom during that time and it's a blessing to them and it's a blessing to her to get to have that time with them and because we don't do them all the time it's just like a one one day a month for this longer morning period of time when i'm recording it keeps it fun and it keeps it a blessing so it's a real blessing to me to have that help from her i also actually have help cleaning my home as a result of this too that um we were offered as a gift to have some money to be able to help cover cleaning our home with the understanding that this podcast ministry is a ministry and that it does take time and the time comes from somewhere. And someone who really values this ministry to moms and to families offered to help in that way, knowing that this does take my time. And I cried a little bit and said, yes, please. And It's true. It does take time. I would not have the time necessarily to take as good of care of my home as I probably should. And so that extra support has really, really been a blessing as well. Uh, I also get help from you guys and you don't even realize this. A lot of you, you probably don't, but when you... And um, leave a review for the podcast. I noticed the other day it has a hundred reviews, and there are like hundreds of listeners each week. So for the hundred of you who reviewed it, thank you, thank you, thank you. I read every single one, and I am so blessed by it. And the way that podcasts work, the more that they're reviewed, the more and rated that they get, you know, five stars and a little write up on it. And that people subscribe to it. So it comes back to you every week. The more often that those things happen, the higher up it comes in the algorithm for when someone searches for a mom podcast. So instead of getting like the complaining boozy mom podcast, whatever it is, they'll get Christian motherhood encouragement. So when you went and rated the podcast, you didn't even know that you were helping bring truth about biblical motherhood or biblical perspective on marriage or family or home to more moms just by doing that little thing. So if you haven't done that yet, if you could today, maybe even pause this, take, it takes like literally 30 seconds to give the podcast five stars, leave it a review, just why you think it's a good podcast or why it's important or why should a mom listen? I mean, it can literally say like great podcast for Christian moms and that's great, Um, And when you share it, again, I mentioned earlier about how it's unusual doing ministry for a computer that I don't actually see you. Uh, And when I see that someone shares it on Instagram and they'll say something about a specific episode and how it ministered to them, it encourages me so greatly. Uh, Or when people have sent me messages and sent me specific testimonies saying, you know, I really want to thank you for the time that you shared about this. I really was struggling with this. It's so encouraging that this matters and that it does make a difference. And it just spurs me on and excites me to want to do more because I know it makes a difference and that it's actually reaching you where you are in your kitchen, in your laundry room, in your car, wherever that place is that you're listening. So um, I'm going to have Adeline come now. Adeline is a real encourager and she just speaks so much encouragement to me and so I want for her to share with you why she thinks this podcast is so important. All right Adeline, why do you think the Seek Holy Living podcast is important? Because it can encourage moms. You can c- go through rough times. I don't think it would be that I don't think it would be that easy if this didn't if you didn't start this podcast this that early. And it can help you go, it can help you be a better mom. So do you think a mom is a pretty important job? Yes. Do you think it's a pretty easy job? In the loving way, it is, but in the parenting way, it's kind of hard. Well, thank you for helping me be able to do this important ministry, Adeline. You're welcome. I told you she's a wonderful encouragement. She's so dear to me. Uh, Well, I'm going to move into kind of my wrapping up for today that this podcast I know has been a blessing to so many of you, for those of you who have left nice reviews or have sent me a message or have shared it. That just is like the biggest compliment that you would want to share the words that I have spoken with other godly women with others. So thank you. Thank you for that. And honestly, this has been the biggest blessing to me. And that's something that I didn't expect. I didn't go into this thinking, oh, I'm going to do this podcast so that I can be ministered to. But God has absolutely ministered to me Uh, as each each episode is real conversations with real moms. And I think that's one of the things that makes it so encouraging to me is it's so authentic. Getting to have these conversations with these different women is Some just uniquely how God made me that I actually really love that. Um, some of these women I know, especially from the earlier episodes, they were almost all acquaintances or, or good friends even. And, but many of the women, especially more recently are women. I didn't know until I approached them and asked them to record with me, uh, some of them are people who I read an article they wrote, or I read a book that they wrote and thought, wow, that'd be awesome to have them on the podcast. And so I just ask. And even that I was talking with one of my friends about that one day about like, oh yeah, I just reached out to the author of this book that we read and she's going to do a podcast with me. And I, and I was just so surprised that she was like, I can't believe you would just contact her. I was like, why not? That's just not a big deal to me. And I realize that some of these things are unique about how God made me. I love meeting new people. I love having conversations with women. If you ask my kids, I talk with strangers all the time, not in a creepy way, in like a nice way at the grocery store and stuff, especially if they have a child, I'm absolutely going to talk to you. If you have a child with you at the grocery store. Um, but God gives us unique gifts and talking with friends, or talking with strangers is something I really love. And so what a unique thing that God has taken just this part of who I am and allowed it to be used in a ministry. And I want to encourage you in that just because you're in trenches of motherhood right now, doesn't mean that your unique gifts can't be used. God has gifted you creatively and uniquely. I think about that passage in Ephesians that says you are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God has prepared in advance for you, that God has made you for the works he has for you already. And that doesn't just go on pause while you have children. That work continues. That ministry continues as you're mothering your children. Uh, And if you're not feeling like God is using the gifts he's given you, ask him what what he wants you to do or what gifts maybe you don't recognize that you have that he wants to use that he's ready to use, but you just need your eyes opened to it. Maybe it's that thing about him shaping the desires of your heart. Um, I also really love connecting people with other people who can help them. So that's been another thing that's been unique about this is that really is the whole podcast. I find women who are really great at certain things, and have them on to share their wisdom and their strengths with you. And so maybe it's selfish. Maybe I just connect people so that the first person doesn't need my help. They can use someone else's help. Um, But I don't think that's what it is. I think it's that I really like seeing people's strengths and seeing God using them. So that's been a really special thing too, is to be able to bring people on for that. Okay, hey, so one other thing that's come of this is I've discovered I really love speaking. So going back to that very beginning of when I said, you know, the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart that I could use you like this. I absolutely love being used like that. Standing in front of a room of, you know, 100, 200, 300 women and speaking truth into them about motherhood or the Lord or family uh, or parenting or children, whatever it is, spe- just breathes life into my soul. And I'm, it, I didn't know that that was going to be part of who I am right now, but God knew and He began shaping that early. And I really, really do love it. But this season of motherhood right now keeps me at home more. This is not the season for me to be going and traveling and speaking to hundreds of women each week. But this platform allows me to do this and I get to speak and be an encouragement to women around the world even if I don't get to see your face and give you an actual hug in real life. I wish I could. Consider this your virtual hug. Um but sometimes I know I mentioned earlier sometimes it can be a little lonely uh, compared to when you're speaking cuz I don't get to see when you cry. I don't get to see when you laugh at something that I said sarcastically. Um, but that's okay because sometimes I think those things might be something that eventually might feel like it was building me up. And that's not the goal. My goal is that the glory goes to God, not to me. Um, but Sean does remind me that it does matter. And he'll even remind me sometimes of your testimonies that you've shared with me. Um, so sweetly and. Another way that this has been a blessing to me is I think about that passage in Proverbs 27:17 that says as iron sharpens iron so one man sharpens another. And I have absolutely been sharpened by this. Uh, each of the guests that I've had on with me, the ones who are like real life friends and the ones that have feel like they're friends after a 30 minute conversation, uh, cause they're sisters in Christ. So we have this, the most important things in common, what a gift those times have been. And I have been so sharpened by this. And I will have to tell you, I have in honesty here. I have had to watch myself about something because I'm bringing women on to share their strongest suit, you know, their, their highlight reel, you know, we talk about Instagram and like, Oh, well you just see people's highlight reels. I'm kind of bringing people on to talk about their their strong space so that we can be encouraged and built up. So sometimes I'll kind of think to myself, "Man, I really wish I was still better at, you know, we did one about deep cleaning your home. I wish I was better at deep cleaning my home like those moms were, or the menu planning one. You know, maybe the whole month has gone by, and I'm like, "Oh, man, I'll bet those moms have already menu planned and they've stuck with it. But then I stop and think, no. There's a reason I end the episode saying, where do you recommend a mom starts who's feeling overwhelmed in this category? And maybe that's me. Maybe you don't know it, that while I'm on this side of the microphone, I am the overwhelmed mom. So don't ever think that I'm over here being the expert on all the topics. I am frequently the student and have really learned how to glean from the strengths and learn from the other um, parts of the body of Christ, you know, God gives us different gifts and we're supposed to come together to use them. And I've had to learn how to learn from these women instead of comparing myself to them. So that's been really good for me too. And lastly, I am absolutely a better wife. I am a better mom. I am a better friend. And most importantly, I am a better follower of God. Because of this. And I pray that you are too. And I pray that this just points you back to the Lord and that all glory goes to him and that he is honored through each and every episode that he has planned for the remaining of whatever the rest of this podcast looks like, because it's his ministry in any way, in the first place, not mine, right? And I'm going to close with a Bible verse that is really true. It's from philippians 1 3 through 6 because um this is true for me for you and i would ask that you make it true for me as well so before i record each episode with my guest i pray and i pray over them and i pray over the episode and i pray for you and i know some episodes i pray for you at the end of it but um Every time you are being prayed over, and it's so amazing to think about that the Holy Spirit knows every single person who's going to be hearing these episodes before the episode is even put out and that God is hearing these prayers directly over you all around his amazing world. So let me go ahead and read this passage and, um, and then I'll close this hundredth episode Philippians one, three through six. For this journey of this podcast, and I look forward to continuing with you in all that God has planned for this. Have a good week. I'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our weekly conversations. And check out our show notes below, where I have links to the resources mentioned on the podcast. I release a new podcast every Monday and additional content at SeekHolyLiving.com, including a video of this conversation and a deeper dive into all things mom. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at seekholyliving Holy Living for more fun and conversation. If this was an encouragement to you, please share it with your friends.